0: We want to thank you today for joining us at Truth Chapel's podcast. I pray this word would bring you life. I pray that it would edify you, encourage you, and enlighten you. If you have a moment, please subscribe and leave us a review. We will be so grateful. God bless, and let this word speak to your heart today. To the book of Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10, and beginning in verse 17. And the 70 returned again with joy. They were joyful. This is why they were so full of joy. They said, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Now, I would like to preach to you for just a few moments on this subject. Heads or tails? Heads or tails? Can we pray together? Lord, I love you so much. So grateful to be in your house and to be among your people. I feel your presence in this room. I feel that ground swell that's coming up uh, from the souls and hearts of men in this room. I feel right now, God, that you're going to do something mighty in this house. I pray, Lord, that whatever happens next, it be for your kingdom and for your name. God, help us today that we would not be only hearers of your word, but that we could be doers of your word today. And Lord, we'll be so careful to give you praise, glory, and honor in the house. And someone shout in Jesus' name. Come on, shout it again in Jesus' name. Look at your neighbor and say, heads or tails? And you may be seated. Here's what I need. Uh, this is going to be a random request. I was going to get one before I came down into my office, but I thought it would be fun to ask a question in the middle of service. Uh, I, need, I need a coin. Somebody need to give me a coin. The funny thing is that we don't carry coins no more, Harley. Now, Brother Bob, the, the fact that you're the first one up here to give me a coin surprises me not one little bit. I knew if anybody had a coin old brother Bob got a coin oh this is this is a good one and look at this look at this this is a quarter and look it's yes sir it's a North Carolina quarter my goodness a North Carolina quarter and it is I'm trying to see what year it is on here but I can't see it I don't know the, the, the lighting's off 2001 hallelujah a 2001 quarter on one side is heads, on the other side it is a, if you've ever seen a North Carolina quarter before, it's the, a picture of the Wright brothers with the plane. Yeah. Now the Wright brothers were not from North Carolina, they just learned how to fly in North Carolina. The first flight took place in North Carolina. Now, um, heads one side, tails the other. And when I was a kid, we flipped a coin for a lot of things. You don't, you don't see people flipping coins today, do you? But, but back in the day, like, that was a thing to do. We, we flip coins for, hey, who's going to go first or who's going to be first to, to, to seek and who's going to be first to hide. You know, you know who's going to go first in line at the cafeteria. You know, we, we flip coins for a lot of things. And we even see today a lot of sporting events flip coins. And they'll, you know, they'll say, call it in the air. Y'all didn't didn't call it in the air. (laughs) He said, call it in the air. They call it in the air when it falls. It's either heads or tails. Now, here's the version of heads and tails that I want to preach about today. Because we used to do this all the time. And if you said it fast enough, you can get somebody. Because you say to them, you say, hey, we'll flip a coin. Heads I win, tails you lose. See, I got you. Some of y'all missed it right there. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, I win, tails, you lose. I win. It didn't matter. Heads, I win, tails, you lose. Tails, you lose. You're missing what I'm saying. When I was a kid, we'd get people on this because heads, I win, tails, you lose means I win no matter what. But if we say heads I win, tails you lose, and you caught a heads or a tail in the air, it didn't matter. Because either way, I win. In In our reading today, the disciples have been sent out, 70 of them. 70 of them, two by two. They've gone out. And they have had great revival. They've had people be healed. The lame have walked. The blinded eyes have been opened. The dumb are speaking. And they, they, they've experienced a great outpouring of God's power. And now the 70 are returning in Luke 10. And when they return, they're excited. The Bible says they return with joy. They're like, man, we, this is crazy. And they say, even the devils are subject to us. I mean, they're they're, they're excited about what they have been experiencing on their ministry journey. And they don't talk so much about the healings and the miracles and the signs and the wonders. Their excitement is this, even the demons and the devils listen when we talk. When we tell a devil to come out, he got to come out. All right. Even the demons, the devils are subject to us through thy name. All we got to do is speak your name. And they listen. Watch Jesus, his next statement to them. He said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. That's 186,000 miles per second. That's fast. The speed of light. He said, I saw him fall. Jesus was letting them know. I saw Satan. Satan was defeated before you ever went out there. Jesus was reminding them, I beat Satan a long time ago. That... That's nothing special. I was there when he got whipped by Michael. I saw it because I'm the one that told Michael to do it. And he got kicked out of heaven at a high rate of speed. And he's been falling ever since. And then he says, behold, I give unto you Power. Somebody shout power. Power. Mm. I give you power to tread. That means to walk. That means to put your foot on. Amen. That means I'm going to put it under your feet. I'm going to give you power to walk on top of, tread on serpents and scorpions. Now, serpents. Serpents are a common theme in the Word of God. If you've read up to the third chapter of Genesis, we know all about that old sloughfoot, that serpent. We, we, we know everything about serpents, and we know that serpents bite you with their mouth. Yeah, because the serpent bit Eve with his mouth, not with his teeth. Not with his fangs, but it was his words. His words put poison in Eve's mind. His venom was this, did God say? The bite of the devil is to inject you with a poison that makes you doubt God. Not only does it make you doubt God, it makes you doubt God's word. The enemy has a poison that he wants to put into every child of God, and that poison makes you question what God said. And the, the 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 fangs of the enemy are in his mouth. Oh, hallelujah. The book of Revelation says this in Revelation 9 and 19 For their power is in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails were like unto serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. What does he mean? He said, The power is in their mouth and in their tails because they were two-headed serpents. They had heads on both sides. Their tails were like serpents because they had heads and they do hurt them. Where was the power at? The power was in their mouth. The serpent, right now, has a plan for your life. And that plan for your life the power for that plan is in his voice. Oh, he ain't gonna bite you like a real snake bites you. He gonna talk to you. He gonna talk to you like you talked to Eve in the garden. He has something. He, there's some people sitting in this room right now. The devil's been talking to you already. He's been trying to inject you with a venom that makes you doubt God's plan, makes you doubt God's provision, makes you doubt God's power. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody said this week, I don't know if I'm going to make it or not. Well, who told you you weren't going to make it? Who told you you weren't coming out of this? Who told you that it weren't going to turn around? Who told you that trouble lasts always? Who told you that the sun wasn't going to shine again? Who told you that God couldn't bring you out of this? Who lied to you? Who put the venom and the poison in you? That was the enemy. The enemy's the one that lied to you. But here's what I know about the enemy. Here's what I know about the serpent. If His mouth is moving. He's lying. He's a liar. And the father of... I come to preach to somebody today. He cannot harm you. He cannot touch you. All he can do is talk to you. If he could hurt you, he'd hurt you. He never said a word to Job. Show me in the Bible where the devil talked to Job. His friends talked to him, but the devil didn't talk to him. He didn't say one word to Joe. He didn't say, hey, I'm about to get you. I'm about to kill your kids. I'm going to take away your camels. I'm going to take away your sheep. I'm going to put balls on your body. I'm going to make your wife go completely crazy. He didn't say one word to him. Why? He didn't talk to Joe because he had permission. God gave him permission. So he didn't need to talk to him. He just did it. So that means if the devil's talking to you, he don't have permission. I'm going to say that one more time. If the devil's talking to you, he don't have permission. Because if he had permission, he would have already taken your family. If he had permission, he'd already killed you. If he had permission, he'd already done everything that he's telling you he's going to do. But because he's talking, he's telling me something. He does not have permission to touch me. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, And don't be surprised if your name comes up in conversation. What you doing? I'm I'm looking for something I can get into. Have you considered my servant Job? Don't be surprised if your name comes up in a conversation. Uh, Because if you've been faithful and if you've been good and if you know the Lord liveth, here's what the Bible tells me. He chastiseth those That he loves. (laughs) If he loves you, he going to test you. Let me tell you something right now. Let me just help some saints of God in the room. If you're sitting in this room and you're not being tested in any part of your life, then God don't love you. But if you're sitting here and you got some stuff going on here and there, let me tell you, God loves you. Because he trusts you with trouble. Hey, somebody, I thought somebody would take off running right there and say you know what I thought all this hell meant that God didn't love me anymore I thought that all this hell that I'm dealing with meant that I wasn't good enough I thought all this hell no all that hell is telling you is that God loves you because he tests and he tries those that he loves only the only the best gold is tried in the hottest fire only the best gold is tried in the hottest fire hey Somebody shout, thank you you. for the test. My, 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 my. So Paul said, think it not strange when the fiery trials come upon you. Don't think it, don't, don't be like, what's this? This is strange. It's not strange. It's love. He's making you into something. And you cannot be made into something without being manipulated by the hands of the potter. Oh, hallelujah. If the potter's going to put you on the wheel, then you, you got to know there's going to be stress. There's going to be tension. There's going to be forming. There's going to be working. And when it gets you done, the only way to make that pottery strong is to put it in the fire, is to put it in the oven. They get. I don't care how good that pottery looks on the table until it is heated in the fire, it has no strength in it. Oh, hallelujah. You may look good right now, but God's going to keep you looking good by putting you in the fire and you'll be able to withstand the fiery darts of the enemy. That serpent is going to attack you with his mouth, his mouth is powerful, but a scorpion attacks you with his tail. Yeah, he said, I'm gonna give you power to walk on serpents and scorpions. Mm. You say, well, if the enemy attacks with his words, How does the scorpion attack? What is the scorpion's plan of attack? How does the scorpion sting? The serpent interjects his venom through his teeth. The scorpion interjects his poison through his tail. I said, Lord, show me the way that the scorpion Ezekiel told me, O Zeke, he told me in chapter two and verse six, he said, and lo son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words. Though briars and thorns be with thee, and thou doest well that thou do dwell among scorpions, be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks though they be a rebellious house yeah the same way the enemy of your soul attacks you through words is the same way that the scorpion attacks you it's words but not only is it words it's looks i said lord what does this mean what, show me the difference between serpents and uh, serpents and scorpions. show me the difference in these two things. I understand that the serpent represents the devil but 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 who who does the the, the, the scorpions represent? I mean it, it can't be the devil and the devil But the Lord showed me in that same text that I just read, He said, you dwell among scorpions. You live among them. Because the serpent is the attack of the enemy. But the scorpion is the attack of people. Because not only do the people attack you with what they say. He said, do not be dismayed by their words nor dismayed by their looks because the enemy can't look me in the face. He ain't bold enough, big enough, or bad enough to look me in my eyes, but you are. I can't see him, but I can see you. Mm. and people will use their words against you. People will sting you with their words. People will attack you. People will do you wrong. People will betray you, and sometimes words really don't hurt that much, but it's the looks that dismay me sometimes because I can see you, it's, it's, it's hard to fight an enemy that, that just e- exists in the ethos, but it's way harder to fight someone that's sitting in the same room as me because I can see you. You're tangible. Oh, I come to preach a word to somebody today. And I come to tell you that God has given you authority not only over the wiles of the devil, but he also gave you authority over the words of the people. Ah. Uh. You know what he was telling the disciples when he said serpent, serpents and scorpions? You know what he was telling those disciples? He said, when you walk out of this room, the devil can't harm you, but neither can those people that hate you harm you. You're going to be able to walk on the devils and the people. Oh. Now listen, I know that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We're not talking about people, people. We're not talking about, you know, your neighbor sitting beside you, but sometimes the spirit of your neighbor... Uh, I come to tell somebody right now you right now some of y'all are thinking about your enemy you know who they are you got a nemesis you thinking about your enemy and you thinking oh, oh yeah they need to get right God's gonna handle them yeah, yeah 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 but I want some of y'all to think about y'all's friends because they're toxic as well stop, stop thinking about the person you don't like think about the people you do like what do they words say are they leading you to Christ or are they leading you away from God? Y'all thought I was going to preach about enemies, but what about friends? I wish I could jump off and really preach this thing like I feel it in my spirit right now. I'm going to help somebody today. Some of y'all have been looking around at your enemies too long, and what you need to do is take inventory of of your own house and who you got close to you. Are are these people, are their words leading me to him, or are their words leading me astray? Nah, God. Poison is poison. I, I don't care where it came from, from the serpent or from the scorpion. It doesn't matter. Poison is poison. But God said, I'm going to give you power to walk over top of all that, and you can walk through all that. And no matter if the enemy comes with his head or my friend comes with the tail, heads or tails, heads or tails, heads or tails, I win. Heads, I win. Tails, you lose. It doesn't matter whether he comes with the... Oh, my, 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 my. Because the poison of the enemy delivers a dose of poison that makes you doubt God. But, but, the, but, but the poison of the scorpion delivers a venomous dose that makes you doubt you. Uh. The devil says, what did God say? your friends say, what did you say? Oh. They make you lose confidence in yourself. They make you question your motives. They make you question your ministry. They make you question your destiny. Uh. The devil didn't throw Joseph in a pit. The devil didn't try to take away Joseph's dream. His brothers threw him in a pit. I don't see one part of that story where the devil entered Judah or the devil entered Reuben. No, it was in their own heart. They wanted him gone. But God gave Joseph the power to tread upon them scorpions. And say, no matter what you did to me, no matter where you put me, God was testing me the whole time. And your sin against me just made me better. It just made me stronger. It, I was able to walk on top of it. I was able to walk through the storm. I walked through the trial. And when I came out on the other side, I was better. Uh. I come to tell somebody, heads or tails, you're going to win. Heads or tails, you're going to win. Heads or tails, you're going to make it out. Uh, Heads or tails, God has your back. Uh, He's going to protect you on this side. He's going to protect you on this side. He said, I'll protect you from people. I'll protect you from Satan. Both ways, I got your heads or tails. The power's in their mouth. For the powers in their mouth. Be careful what people say to you. Listen, before before Jesus fought that spirit battle that he fought in the garden where he was wrestling with himself. I don't want to do this. It was it was his own flesh that he wrestled with. Before he could wrestle with his own flesh. He had to wrestle with his friend's flesh. Because it was his friend, his disciple. And I'm not just saying that Peter was his friend. Jesus called him his friend. He said, you are my friends. And before he could fight his own flesh, he had to fight Peter. Because he told him, listen, I'm going to have to go to the cross. I'm going to be destroyed. They're going to break my body. And it was Peter, his friend, who said, no, don't talk like that. Peter tried to rebuke Jesus. Ain't it amazing that three years in ministry can make somebody feel like they can tell God what to do? Well. Woo. You, you got to be real careful. You got to be real careful that you're not, you're not telling Jesus what Jesus is going to do. And Peter felt emboldened. Oh, no, not you. you don't talk like that. This, this will not happen. And Jesus cut his eyes at him and said, Satan? Uh-huh. Satan? He didn't call Judas Satan, even though we know Satan had entered Judas. He didn't, he didn't look at Judas and say, Satan, go do what thou doest, do it quickly. He didn't say that. But he called out Satan and Peter. He said, Satan, because that's Satan. Satan is the thing that wants to drag me away from the test. Satan, oh, listen. We have been so focused on the serpent that we forgot about the scorpions. Listen, the serpent was going to be the one to make them kill him. But before the serpent could get his shot at Jesus, here come the scorpion, the friend, who said, no, Jesus, don't think that way. You're not gonna, no, you're not, I'm not gonna let you do that. Be careful of people that will not let you walk into your destiny because they are uncomfortable with your sacrifice. Listen, most people don't want you to get right because it makes them uncomfortable. If you really start living for God, they become uncomfortable. They, if, you, if you start talking like, well, I don't do that no more. I don't go there no more. I don't talk like that no more. They start feeling uncomfortable. They feel the sacrifice. And they're like, no, 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 you don't need to do all that. Why? Why? Because I'm making you uncomfortable because you don't like this? Satan, get thee behind me. Get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. There is going to be sacrifice in this life, and that life requires sacrifice. Oh, there's got to... My God. We, We want the corn, but we don't want the cutting. Let me, let me make that simple to you real fast. The Bible says they ate the old corn of the land. They finally made it into the promised land, and they ate the old corn. And the next thing God said was, get the sharp knives. Get sharp knives, and every man circumcise himself. Uh-huh. Time out, Hold up. We were just enjoying the corn. Yeah, but you can't eat the corn if you're not going to do the cutting. You, you, you've already ate the corn. The cutting's coming. No, no, no. If you didn't want the, the cutting, you should have stayed on manna. You should have kept eating that manna. But when you came to the table and you said, Lord, I'm tired of manna. I want corn. He said, okay, next thing to happen, get these sharp knives and make covenant with me. And covenant hurts. Covenant is pain. Covenant. mm. Covenant is separating. Ah. And every spirit in your life that tells you that you can eat corn but not get cut is a liar. That is Satan. That is Satan. No. If you want to walk in this new ministry, if you want to walk in the promised land, there's got to be a covenant and covenant is cutting. Covenant is separating. Covenant hurts. My 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 Oh, hallelujah! Hey, listen! Don't don't tell me what well, that all happened. No, 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 no! They had already had the blood applied. They had already been through the water. They had already been delivered. There was already there was already deliverance. They had already been brought out. But now there's covenant that has to be made. And that 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 part hurts. God said, I'm going to let you walk on top of it. You can walk on it. It'll You will walk on top. And it will not hurt you. It will not harm you. When you're telling me that it's going to hurt. Absolutely. It is going to hurt. It is going to harm. But here's the deal. I'd rather let God hurt me. Than let the serpents hurt me. If I'm going to be in pain, let it be pain that God brought into my life. And not it be pain of choices that I made. Oh, come on somebody. Some of y'all dealing with pain right now and it's not because God put that pain in your life. It's because you just made some bad choices and the serpent and the scorpion has put poison in you and now you can't believe God's word. But I come the day to release you from the poison of the serpent and the venom of the scorpion and tell you, listen again to what God said. God will bring pain into your life, but it's his pain. I'm almost finished. They said, man, we're so happy. Even the devils are listening to us. And Jesus sums it all up by this. He says, that's amazing. That's awesome. I'm glad for you. You got great ministry. That's amazing. Here's what he said. Do not rejoice in that. Pastor Chavis, I'm confused. You just preached for 25 minutes on rejoicing over the servants and the scorpions that, you know, that we, we tread on them. That's, that, we're, we're excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't rejoice in that. Rejoice in this, that my name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know why? Because Jesus is trying to get them to understand there's a root you are shouting about the fruit. The fruit is the devils listen to you. The fruit is the scorpions and the snakes can't harm you. That's this fruit. But here's where the root is: don't don't rejoice in those things. Rejoice in this thing. Rejoice that the foundation of this ministry, the foundation of your life is that my name is written. In other words, that takes all the specialness out of me. When I rejoice in the devil's listening to me, I'm rejoicing in me. When I rejoice in that the enemy can't harm me, I'm rejoicing in me. But when I begin to rejoice in him, when I say it's only because of Jesus, it's only... The only reason I'm here today is because Jesus is letting me be here today. Jesus has prepared the way. I'm not rejoicing that the serpents are subject to me. I'm not rejoicing that the scorpions are subject to me. I'm rejoicing that my name has been written in the Lamb's book of life. Because the source of all of the good is coming from him. The source of all of the power is coming from him. The source of this ministry is coming from him. The source is not me. He's the source. He said when you leave out of here in my name. And my name is on you. And your name is in me. That's when you have power. That's why you ought to get baptized in Jesus' name. Make sure you're walking out of here in the name. Listen, just because you heard a good sermon today doesn't mean it's efficacious for you. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't believe that. Don't believe I came to church, heard a good sermon. Now this is all going to happen in my life. Oh, no, that's not how this works. Read Hebrews 4. The same gospel was preached unto them, but it profited them nothing seeing as they did not mix it with faith. They heard a good word, but they didn't put no faith on it. They heard a good word, but they didn't do nothing about it. You heard a good word today, but you ought to make sure that you're leaving here today. And his name is on you and your name is in him. Uh, When you leave here today, you got to leave under the power and the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. Don't rejoice until you know the name's on you. Don't rejoice until you know the name's in you. Don't rejoice until you know I'm walking in the name of Jesus Christ. Am I perfect? No, but his name is perfect. Uh, Am I doing everything right? No, but his name is perfect. And I'm not walking in my name anymore. I'm walking in his name. And when I walk in his name, when I walk in his name, heads or tails, don't matter. Heads or tails, it doesn't matter. If the enemy comes at me with his head, I'm covered. If the people come at me with the tail, I'm covered. Heads Why? Because I'm walking in his name. When I walk in him, it's heads or tails. When I walk in him, the serpent can't touch me. When I walk in him, the serpent can't touch me. When I walk in him, heads I win, tails you lose. Uh, Stand with me. Uh, Holy Ghost in the house. Holy Ghost in the house. Mm. Uh, The oppression of the enemy is upon you. The vexing of the church. The stacking. The weight of the people's voice is upon you. Sometimes the weight of the people's voice is so much heavier than the enemy's because the enemy only has words, but people have looks It's not just words, but it's the looks they got words and looks But when I leave from this house, I'm not walking out of this house in my name Now when I walk out of here, I'm walking under the name of Jesus Christ he's he's my protector and when I walk out in the name of Jesus I can walk on it why? why can't I walk on it? because my feet have been shod with the preparation of the gospel yeah see when I walk in the gospel the gospel of Jesus Christ is this his death his burial, and his resurrection. And that, and, 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 and that gospel of Jesus Christ about his death, burial, and resurrection, that's applied to me too. I got to die. I got to be buried. I got to be resurrected. It's, we can't just sit right here and tell a good story about what Jesus did and not talk about what we got to do. I, I need to repent of my sins be baptized in Jesus' name, be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost and live a holy life and walk with him. Take up my... Yeah, we forgot about that part of the gospel. If any man will follow me, let him do what? Deny himself. Take up his cross. And when I do that, I'm preparing my feet with the gospel. Now my feet are are prepared with the gospel. And no, no, no matter where I step, heads or tails, Heads I win tells you lose, devil. Heads I win tells you lose, people. Heads I win tells you lose, enemy. Heads I win tells you lose, friends, relationships, trying to bring me down, try to hurt me. Don't matter. no matter. I'm over here. I'm over here walking over the top of them. He said, he said, I'll give my angels charge. I'll give my angels charge, and they'll just lift you up a little bit. And that way you won't dash your feet against any stones. You just kind of be, God said, I'll, He said, I'll give my angels charge over thee. And they shall elevate you. They'll guide your feet. Lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. He said, He said, I'm gonna prepare the way for you. You read that Bible, you start seeing all these feet references. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet. <laughs> You start realizing, man, feet are pretty important, yeah, because that's where the scorpion and the snake attack. Yeah, they come in low, they come in below everything, beneath the pain of the situation. The enemy ain't ever knocked on your door and said, Come out in the front yard and fight me. And he, the enemy ain't never showed up to your house and said, come, 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 come fight me. The enemy ain't never walked up to you in the lunchroom and said, meet me behind the school at three. No, that's not his tactics. His tactics is to get you where he can't, where you can't see him. He's a coward. He would never fight you face to face, man to man. He would sneak. He's a sneak. He wants to to get you in the dark. But the word is a lamp. The word is a lamp. He hides in the sticks. He hides in the brushes. And when you throw him in the fire, he jumps out of the... But you just shake him off. Everybody says, he should die. He should be dead. Because he said, These signs shall follow them that believe. They shall cast out devils in my name. There goes the devil. We ain't worried about the devil no more. We cast out devils in my name. We shall speak with new tongues. We shall take up serpents, not harms. Drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm you. That's that's, that's the kind of God I serve. That's the name I'm walking under. That's what my feet are shod with. Because heads or tails, I'm going to win. Heads or tails, I'm coming out of this. I will not be hurt. He said, he said, nothing by any means, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. If I'm walking in Jesus, I can't be hurt. Now, I know everyone in this room, we all been hurt. And if you live long enough, you're going to be hurt. I I, I get that. But you can hurt me, but you can't hurt my soul. Hey, listen, you got another day coming to think you're going to hurt me and keep me out of church. And I'm not going to come and worship my God. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Listen, you ain't ever been church hurt. You've been people hurt. It was people that hurt you. The people in the church are the ones that hurt you that's scorpions that's scorpions but if you walk in with Jesus he said they shall not harm you nothing by any means is going to hurt you and the devil shall be subject to you through his name and sickness shall be subject to you through his name and darkness shall be subject to you through his name and heads or tails I'm coming out of here I feel the Holy Ghost would you lift your hands I pray in the name of Jesus right now somebody would give a revelation of what God's trying to speak to you in this house I pray that somebody would just come out of where you are, maybe come to an altar and just say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm gonna walk out of here under your name. I'm leaving this building under your power. I've tried to do it in my own strength, I've tried to do it under my own name, I've tried to do it under my own auspices, but today I'm leaving under the name of Jesus, and everywhere my foot lands, the the scorpion can't get me, the serpent can't get me, and you're gonna give me authority, and you're gonna give me power heads or tails, I win. Come on, I know somebody in this room right now. You've been feeling like the enemy's winning, but heads or tails, you win. You've been feeling like the enemy's getting his way in, but heads or tails, you win. You've been feeling like, you know what, it's coming from every side. It's coming from every side. I feel like I'm dealing with a two-headed snake here for every side. He's getting me on both sides, but he said, I will give you authority over them. You will tread on them. And they will not harm you. Hallelujah. Come on, would you lift your voice in this house today? Lift your voice in this house today. We want to thank you again for joining us on the Truth Chapel podcast. May you have a blessed day and walk in the favor of the Lord.